Bernstein and Holmes, middays 10 to 2 on 670 The Score. Man, it's about that time. So, I just got a question for Shakira Pritchett. Will you make me the luckiest man in the world? Will you marry me? She said yes! She said yes! Yay, Derek Jones Jr. Do you need a planner, Derek? Oh, <laughs> so fast. I don't know. Hey, too soon. Hey, you take sometimes, you know, she's got ideas. These venues fill up fast. The good bands get booked right away. Was, you got to get on this. It was so sweet. Look at this. It was genuine. Was it though? Yes. He's in Paris. He's moved. Like, I, you're I, in freaking Paris. I, I get that they're in freaking Paris, but maybe that's a private moment. And maybe yeah, there, that's I, a maybe that's a moment that the media doesn't get invited to. And you know, I tend to agree with that. That's sort of like the stadium proposal. I, I I'm not a big fan of that because as, as someone who had the the least romantic proposal in the history of human marriages. Wait, why was your why was your proposal not romantic? <laughs> Come on, I've told this story before. The- I- I don't know if I know this story. I, yeah, I can so also first say First of that. all time. For, first of all, like, she knew, you know, we've been dating forever, and she, we were living together, and she was, we started to talk about it, and she's like, hey, listen, don't mess around. This is the ring I want. This is, this is the shape of the diamond. This is the size of the diamond between this and this. And don't do anything on this here and this here, and it's going to be like this. And I, and I said, okay, fine, 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 fine. So my, my, we have, uh, you know, as, as you can imagine, we've got some connections with some some jewelers. So my my dad has me come down to his office, and waiting at the at the table on the in the back side of his office is are these diamonds and different settings and the jeweler's loop and the whole thing. And there's like this lockbox there, and it's like, look, this was just sent here. We get to move these stones around and figure it out for ourselves what you think she's going to like. And then we're, we're supposed to send it all back, pick out and give them instructions, and then they'll build the ring and, and take care of it. I said, all right, so we got this, this, and this, and this done. So we do that. And like a couple of weeks later, I get the, I have the ring. And this is back with, where there's answering machines, like actual cassette answering machines. Oh, I love those. And my dad leaves this message. It's like, uh, the thing that we were discussing... <laughs> <laughs> you know, so some it's uh, here. The, it's been the package has been delivered. To the, the marigolds have been exactly. watered. The eagle flies at dawn. I was like, come on. So she she like heard that, and then she and I had just gotten back. I playing basketball at the gym, and I'm I'm sweaty, and I'm I'm in my like a, a sweatsuit, and, and it's and she, and she's like, the ring is in this apartment, isn't it? Like, I, 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 I don't know anything about that. I don't know what you're talking about. It's like, your dad left some weird cryptic <laughs> message. The ring is here. I'm like, yes, <laughs> it is. Oh, my and she's God, like, you married and, Whitley Gilbert. And, and she goes, well, then ask me to marry you then. I'm like, well, I just, can I shower? Can I, seriously, can I, can I shower? And she goes, no. And she goes, wait, you got to ask my dad for permission and, and make sure we do this formally. Make sure that you have his blessing before you ask me. I'm like, really? And she's like, yeah, he's in London. It's like, well, I'm going to call him in London? What time is it there? She goes, I don't care. So she like calls her mom, gets his number at his hotel in London. Like, I wake him up. 
Oh. And I'm like, uh, Sam, hey, it's, it's Dan. I know this is going to sound weird, and I, I apologize, but uh, can I can I please marry your daughter? I, mean, I, <laughs> ser- I can't believe I'm doing this. But yes, he's like, oh, of course, absolutely. I love now you. leave me alone. Right, I love you. Let me get back to sleep. So, and I get the ring, and I walk out with the ring, and I'm like, oh, you it was in, it was behind a book in your office? Yeah. So I'm like, uh, she goes, no, get on one knee, idiot. I'm like, really? She goes, yes, you better get on one knee. I'm like, okay. And I, and, I, and I did the whole thing, and I opened the ring, and and she's like, well, you got the ring right. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> and does it fit? And eh, what are we, 20, how many years later? That was 99, going on 24 years as of March 20th. Look at you. But I tell you, it was, and I'm, I'm even. Like, I love that your dad was like trying to do Ocean's Eleven, it was, but it was, couldn't. It was just, just do it. <laughs> so lame. All of this is like, it's hilarious <laughs> and not surprising. Oh no! Right, if you know all the the, the people involved, none of it's surprising. Yeah, somebody um, on the text line then, just put it the best. They're like, "Cause it's Dan." <laughs> but then later, you know, you I, and I will say this: advice to the Bulls in Paris. First of all, butter. Every every baked good you can find, and when you when you stop at an open market like a produce market, and you see that maybe the strawberries aren't quite as big and red here, or the peach has a little bruise on it, whatever it be, it's Europe. They breed their produce for flavor, not for looks. Here, it's all about looks. It, that's the biggest apple I've ever seen. Does it taste like anything? Nope, doesn't even taste like an apple. Can't even tell what it is. Someone just, get Matt Bowen out here with the smash of Matt. He can get rid of it. Just, and the other best advice I got about Paris, look up. Mm. When you're walking around the street, just don't forget to look up. Because there's something. There's something on a railing or on a roof or uh, there, there's some architecture or something. that It was, it was the, some of the best advice I got. Easier for NBA athletes. Yeah, they're already up there. Seeing stuff that the rest of us don't get a chance to see anyway. It's a good thing. Man, and it's also fun, too, and I know we got a break, but it's also a good time when you get to talk to players who've played internationally about the players that they, like, meet in their travels, too, and how that reminds them of them. Like, Patrick Beverly is like, oh, man, he's like, I played in Israel. He's like, everybody knows about Omri Caspi. Like just hearing them talk about their stories oh, I, too when they're all overseas. I used to that love also those. Gives me some big warm fuzzies. Man, those those dudes when when they'd come back from a stint and they'd come back to the CBA or the GBA from having been in Israel or Greece or the Philippines, the stories were unbelievable. Especially the guys who really embraced it. Every dude that I know that went to Israel came back like you have to go to Israel. Every single one of them. I'll never forget Andre Spencer telling me about Yemenite women. I'm like what? He's like, man, there's nothing like it. He goes, there. I've never. He goes, there's nothing like it. He said, I can't even explain. I said, really? He's like, yeah, you got no idea. Yep. I'm like, okay, that's what I've been told by people. <laughs> Seriously? Yep. I think we have to go to break. <laughs> when I get back, I'll I'll tell you the players, and you'll be like, oh, really? So I don't know. I, I bet I know.